We'd like to welcome you to part three of our emergency freedom alerts for November 20th, 2023. This should be the final part. And to kind of segue from the last uh, audio that we just played, Moderna admits the vax, the COVID kill shot vax, causes cancer. Huge development as millions die from the COVID injections. Moderna has recently halted trials of their latest messenger RNA injection due to myocarditis. Now Moderna has shown in their COVID vaccine patent that the injections cause a greatly heightened risk of cancer. Josh Sergison reports in the recent news on Moderna essentially admitting that the COVID vaccine causing cancer as Robert, Dr. Robert Malone reports that Moderna patent in front of the Congress proving a massive cover-up operation. Moderna has recently halted trials of their latest messenger RNA injection due to myocarditis. Fauci has also recently acknowledged that the injections cause myocarditis in young men especially. Now Moderna has shown in their own COVID vaccine patent that the injections cause a greatly heightened risk of cancer. We are seeing so-called turbo cancers ravage the world at the same time as the so-called sudden adult death syndrome, which is all related to the COVID kill shots. We, we all know what's causing this. Moderna has also a master patent in 2018 with countless sub-patents which detail the use of injections to give people cell disruptive nanotechnology, which is I've been telling you this for a very, very long time, which can be remotely controlled. And we're going to be looking a lot more at that with these uh, in this particular part. Not yet, but we're a little bit into it. It may sound crazy. It may sound like science fiction, but according to their own patents, it's not. In this video, we break down the injectable dangers we're learning about daily regarding the Moderna injections. Of course, Pfizer has some of the same ingredients. Well, yeah, Pfizer and all of them, I'm sure. Uh, I give you the link to the video where you can watch that whole thing it's just i just don't have time to play it all today but i wanted to go over that with you and include that in there okay so we're gleaning here from infowars this is called the incentivized mass murder of children for many years doctors have received bonuses for adherence to the latest drug therapy protocol drugs that are known to be dangerous such as statins and antidepressants and now we know that insurance companies are paying doctors to fully vaccinate your children. This incentive program for vaccinating babies can be found in the Blue Cross Blue Shield Doctor Incentives booklet. He's showing it literally copies of everything that he's talking about. I've reported on this a lot in, well, I, I, I know I reported on this, I don't know, in the last two or three months, this exact thing. It specifies that every patient under the age of two that receives the currently prescribed 24 inoculations is worth a $400 payout to that doctor. Mm. For further motivation, they get paid by the hundred and they have to vaccinate a certain percentage of their total patients or they don't get anything. <laughs> Blue Cross Blue Shield say that a doctor- So if you wonder if, if you're in a position like this, if you wonder why your doctor's extra obnoxious and, and pushy, there's a lot of money on the line for him. You know, he needs that blood money. Uh, in order to do whatever he's going to do with it so it's it's very important for him to, to um you know to get your child vaccinated needs to vaccinate 63 percent of their patients in order to qualify the average american pediatrician has about 1500 patients and would have to have at least 945 of them fully vaccinated in order to get paid anything at 40,000 for every hundred this works out to three hundred and sixty thousand dollars. 
This is why most pediatricians mm. won't provide care for families who don't completely submit to the latest childhood vaccine protocol. Mm. We are talking over a quarter million dollars, which is more than the average pediatrician's yearly salary. Wow. Research shows that an unvaccinated child's risk of death increases by over 5,000% when they receive the current vaccine schedule. And doctors are now beginning to use virtual reality to help them administer these poisons yep. to children. They're putting the, the VR, the virtual reality glasses over them so that they don't see the shot, the kill shot going in. And anything to in, increase patient compliance, whether they're children or adults. I mean, this is absolutely so satanically evil and wicked. I, I can't even really put it into words. They're, show, they're showing this poor little girl getting injected. No better. Ugh. Yeah, the little kid doesn't want the, the, he says, can you remove the needle? And she's like, oh no, it's just little needle, the doctor's saying or whatever. I, I can't imagine having this as your job, you know, to do something so satanic all day long. I just can't even possibly just literally doing Satan's bidding with every shot you're giving. Poor little thing. He says, I'm only five. I'm scared. So then it shows virtual reality comes to save the day. Oh, virtual reality vaccine. Isn't that neat? So you bring the little kid in. Do you like superheroes? She's asking him. Yeah. And he's sitting in this like little throne chair, like in a castle. It's it, this is in the doctor's clinic. So then she puts on the VR glasses, the virtual reality, and and I guess that he can watch a superhero when he's getting his kill shot. Child plus nurse plus VR software plus kill shot. VR vaccine is an immersible experience. Oi! Você voltou! So, hello, you're back. It has this little cartoon character talking to them. And I, I guess they soften them up and butter them up. And then they, they come in with the kill shot when, you know, oh, this is so this is so sickening and evil and wicked. Oh, my God, rain down his fury on this wickedness. Você não posso acreditar. So they're literally, these cartoons are saying, oh, this is cotton. We're going to put a little cotton, probably where they put the alcohol cotton swab to, to sanitize the area uh, before they give the kill shot. She says, oh, it's very quick. And this is the little animation is talking to the kid in their virtual reality glasses. Okay, now the fire fruit, and this is the shot. It'll be very quick. Bem rapidinho. Aí, deixa eu pegar aqui. Oh, I can't stand even watch it. Vai, escudinho. Come on, little shield, come on. The fire fruit's being applied. The nurse applies the vaccine as the children are entertained. Vai, escudinho. Funciona, funciona, funciona. Oh, you made it. You, you're a hero now. Obrigada, Thank obrigada. you, thank you. For lining the doctor's pockets. Filho, que que você acha disso? Legal. The 
child feels fearless now. Melissa Palmieri, MD, pediatrician, um, vaccine coordinator. Pediatrician and Hermes, Hermes Pardini's vaccine coordinator? Hermes is like the god of the underworld. That's neat. And it's the wand of Hermes, or, or, or Asclepius, which is the Caduceus symbol um, uh, that the medical pharma cartels operate under which is typically the double um, helix in the form of two snakes intertwined around the rod, which is in, which sim, sim, symbolically means that um, the medical profession is going after your DNA and they're using poison to do it. They're serpents. Okay, what do serpents have? Venom. So they're going to use these serpents with venom to attack your DNA, double helix, around the wand of Hermes, which is a basically like a witchcraft wand, god of the underworld, god of death, Hermes, and this is how they're going to um, conquer you, essentially, uh, the medical pharma cartel. And um, this witch, Melissa Palmieri, is up here extolling the virtues of this satanic thing that she's a part of to earn all of her blood money and to defile the children and to just add one more um, notch into her punishment and hellfire that she's going to have to relive over and over and over for eternity she looks good with her cheek implants too i mean it's, it's a little overdone but you know hey she's got to have a lot of payments for all that plastic surgery she's getting and, and you know this provides a way for that I don't know if there's any plastic surgery centers, though, in Hellfire, or if you can spend any of the blood money in Hellfire or the Lake of Fire. Because when I start to see stuff like this, this is all I honestly can think about and dwell on are these devils going there because of what they're doing to defile the innocent children of this planet. God's creation. Oh, this is unbelievable. So de transferir a dor e entretenimento. Ele chorou em todas que ele tomou desde que ele nasceu. He cried on all the vaccines he took since he was born, but this time he didn't cry. I was expecting her to throw a tantrum, but she had little fear. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Hermes Pardini. I'm glad they got that Hermes in there. I'll tell you, that's neat. Just kidding, Hermes. Or Caduceus, or Hermes, or um, Asclepius. Um, key any of those keywords. I've done teachings on all of it, on the wickedness of it. High level witchcraft. No big deal. No big deal. Rat in the open with it. Brazil warns parents they won't receive their welfare benefits or be fined or may have their children taken away if they don't get their kids the COVID 19 kill shot. So, this is what Brazil's doing. As people in the U.S. and elsewhere are increasingly shunning the COVID-19 kill shots, boosters, Brazil has started pushing repeated jabs on children and imposing financial penalties on those who are unwilling to comply. This week, the government-owned news agency, Agencia Brazil, announced that the country is officially adding the COVID-19 kill shots to its national immunization campaign. This means that children aged six months to five years will be required to get the jab every year starting in 2024 every year on top of all the other myriad of covid vaccines if, if i could give my life if i could die 
tonight. And God said, you're going to die tonight, but the, it'll, it'll stop this. I'll gladly just kill me, God. Just kill me. That's how I feel about this. I mean, I, I, I've been screaming about this since the inception of COVID-19. I, 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 I did that 14 city tour back in 06 with the prophecy club to warn about this day with, when the vaccines are going to be essentially forced on to humanity and they're going to, you know, obviously they're behind schedule, but, um, yeah, if I could get my life to stop this gladly, gladly lay it down. No problem. God, you have my full permission. Those who do not want to subject their children to vaccine dangers will no longer be eligible to receive welfare payments. This includes the popular Bolsa Familia family program that many Brazilians depend on to feed their family. The same is true for those who do not get the other 13 vaccines that are part of their kill schedule. Meanwhile, another proposed bill could mean that parents who refuse to vaccinate their children with any one of the country's required childhood vaccines could end up behind bars. Hey, I'm going to throw you in jail. Another proposed bill. They don't want to get their kids out. Oh, we're going to throw you in jail. Hey, why, again, I've said this before. Why not take them out and gut shoot them in front of the children? Make an example to the rest of the family and, and all humanity. Just start lining them up. Mowing them down. I just, I don't know what it's going to take for humanity to rise up against this is the whole point I'm trying to make. I'm not wanting them to do that, but I mean, it's like, where does this end? I, I, I talked about vaccination by gunpoint. They've already done it in Africa. When did I talk about that? The first. In my 143-slide PowerPoint presentation I did back in 06, 14-city tour on the avian flu. Had all the slides. All the way back then, they had already done this in Africa. Vaccination by gunpoint. Again, that's why they want to start that, um, that thing we talked about today, about ending cash. They want to start in sub-Saharan Africa and then India. Third world countries where they know that they're going to have better control of the news cycle, better tight grip on everything, and they're going to be able to enforce and impose their will a lot better. Yep. It's unbelievable. Mm. A scientist and journalist who lives in Brazil, Dr. Simon Goddick, wrote on X, quote, families not complying face hefty fines, Loss, loss of social aids like Bolsa Familia, or worse, having their children taken away. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He added this, he added, quote, This, dear followers, is the hallmark of authoritarian communist regimes. While voicing the full extent of my concerns could land me behind bars in Brazil, it's clear that politicians like Lula prioritize lining their pockets over safeguarding your our young ones. And all of this is, you know, obviously monetarily motivated, all of what we were just talking about. The move was first announced by Brazilian President Luiz Lula da Silva earlier this year, who said it was a question of science. He said, this devil said, if I have to do 10, 50 COVID vaccinations, I'll do as many as I have to because I like my life. No, what he means is, is if he has to impose 10 or 50 on his populace, he'll do as many as he has to. He's not going to be taking these most likely anyway. If he is, he's getting fake ones. 
Lula stated, I think everyone has to like their children's lives and get their children vaccinated at the right age. You sick devil, may God annihilate you and all your devil ilk. This change to the vaccine schedule means parents will now be faced with the tough decision of whether to accept the, the vaccine's risks or potentially lose their welfare benefits. And then this just came out this week. This was creating quite a buzz um, on the internet. New U.S. Army recruitment poster. COVID vaccine not required. Right at the very top. I, I got a picture of it right here. I posted a picture. COVID vaccine not required. Up to $50,000 enlistment bonus. Wow. I mean, wow. Guaranteed pay and entitlements. Uh, and then all the money they'll pay you. $70,000 for college. $2,000 for tuition assistance. $1,900 to $2,200 per month starting. $3,637 for officers. 100% um, of college tuition. Travel the world. 30 days paid vacation. Yeah. Okay. But how many servicemen and women died or had their military careers or lives destroyed by taking all the, not just the COVID shots, but all the kill shots they give you? I mean, I've had listeners email me, former military, and they say they make you sign a, a stack about, you know, two inches thick or something. You're just signing every aspect of your life away. You don't know what you're signing. This thing about COVID vaccine not required for, for when? For like the next uh, 20 minutes? There's probably all kind of stuff built in where they can give it to you and you have no right to even know. Because Bill Clinton signed that, that executive order way back in the day, back in the 90s. Again, it's another slide I had on my 2006 PowerPoint presentation on the avian flu where the government, the military, if you're in the military, they own you lock, stock, and barrel and they can give you whatever vaccine you want and you don't have any right to ask them what they're being given. You don't have any, any right to know either. And you can't refuse it either. Or I guess court-martial, maybe, you know, execution by firing squad i don't know where's it end the u.s army has a new recruitment poster out desperately trying to get new recruits to go to fight world war three whether that's you know in ukraine and or israel you know and washington dc is apparently uh, that washington dc is apparently trying to cause after all the news about the phony covid scamdemic where soldiers, sailors, and airmen and marines were thrown out of the military for refusing the phony covid vaccine well, it wasn't, well, it was phony in regard to, it wasn't phony in its horrific effects, though, unfortunately. It turns out the military has figured out that a few are coming, very few are coming to work for them if they have to take the death dart or the clot shot. Yeah, so this is their way of trying to coerce people into going, I've, I've been warning people about the military for years. Don't do it. Don't do it. I mean, there's so many reasons. I mean, you talk about, they got you right where they want you. If it's bad enough being a citizen, I can't even imagine being in the military at this point. For the U.S. military that says no vaccine required, no COVID vaccine required. And a lot of people have messaged me since then asking why that would be the case, that they would drop the mandate for recruitment, but not drop the mandate in other areas. For instance, some girl's fiance is struggling to get a green card because he's not vaccinated. And the simple reality is they must drop the vaccine 
uh, requirement to entice young people to join the military because the kinds of people still willing to stand up and serve their country today are just the type who would who are smart enough and salt of the earth enough to refuse the vaccine. And so, uh, as you've probably read, the military is in crisis right now, a crisis of recruitment. We just do not have enough young people willing to serve. And um, we're saber rattling with, with China over here and, and getting thinking about getting uh, boots on the ground in Ukraine and all that insanity. And we, we do not have a staffed up military. So it's, it's basic necessity for the military to drop that vaccine, at least for entrance, yeah. as someone noted. The mm-hmm. possibility that they could roll out a vaccine mandate again down the road is is significant, to be frank. But it, it really is interesting to, to note that places like the FBI are continuing to run out people who are not vaccinated. They don't want that kind of thinking. They don't want the kind of person who refuses the vaccine. But if you want to be cannon fodder, as Steve Bannon likes to call it, uh, they're trying to entice those people right. to come into the military by dropping the vaccine mandate. Uh, so the fight certainly is not over, I but I applaud those who have refused the vaccine up until now, and it's working to a certain extent. At least the military understands that it's an issue, and if they want to uh, entice recruits, they've got to drop that mandate. And hopefully the fact that it was sort of a condition of joining the military, hopefully that will give people down the road uh, some ammunition against having to take it if there were another, quote, COVID outbreak and the military wanted to, again, really crack down on it. And I know there are still people in the midst of being uh, discharged from the military over the vaccine, so we don't see these sorts of rules applied uniformly across all the branches or even within the branches. Uh, but it still, it's a small, it's a small victory to see that the military has to acknowledge right. that uh, the vaccine mandate is a hindrance to its recruitment. And, and those who have stood up against the vaccine and refused to take it should be applauded for that victory. Right. Yeah. That was an Instagram video. Uh, you can't stand those cause you can't, you can stop it, but you don't know how long it is. And it's, ugh. anyway. Um, okay, so let's go further. Pilot warns uh, airline industry disaster due to COVID vaccines. Captain Shane Murdoch says that the air industry is poised to, on the precipice. And, and again, this is more of a heads up warning for anybody flying. I've warned about this for a long time regarding this. Um, Captain Shane Murdoch says the air industry is poised on the precipice of disaster. A pilot for more than 40 years and qualified air accident investigator, he has found official data that backs up his claim of impending global catastrophes. He adds, when correlated, the data indicate that there is an enormous problem that is ha- that is happening and will have a significant impact on aviation safety worldwide. There is enough evidence to be sending out red flags. There have been many tragedies this year. Phil Thomas, a young graduate of the Cadiz, Spain, Flight Training Academy fell ill and suddenly died in April. There were five pilots in incapacitations in March, including a British airway pilot who collapsed and died in Cairo, Egypt, long bef- not long before he was due to fly. Pilots are super fit, so why are so many... They have to go through all these physicals, like, I think every six months. So why are so many dying suddenly or collapsing? Uh, Captain Murdoch concludes that they are suffering severe adverse event reactions from the COVID-19 vaccinations, which has which has myocard myocarditis or heart inflammation, brain fog, insomnia, blood clots, and anaphylaxis as side effects. He thinks some pilots are ticking time bombs. 
and claims that many are not declaring ill health. He said that they are not reporting brain fog, heart flutters, and dizzy spells because they don't want to lose their jobs. How are they passing medical checks if they are suffering serious adverse reactions? Well, last year, the global aviation regulator, the Federal Aviation Administration, or the FAA, changed the electrocardiogram markers that measure the PR interval. This is the time it takes for an electrical impulse to travel from one part of the heart to another and is an indicator of heart health. The new limit is 50% longer than the previous limit. And it means that if a pilot has developed a heart condition, it could easily slip past. So they're making sure they're, they're it's like fudging the numbers and cooking the books to make sure that they, they, uh, they, they pass these things. Uh, then we have this from Dr. Anna Makalsia, MD, PhD. She's the one with the live blood cell. Uh, and this is, I get, my word, I get like one or two, three emails from her every day. I don't know how she puts out the amount of interviews, the content, all the pictures. I This woman must have, she's got the energy of like a hummingbird. I, I, I don't, I can't even comprehend it. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, anyway, she put out one the other day, and it's just one of many. And um, it starts out by saying, self-assembly nanotechnology in the blood is found around the world. We have all seen the evolution of blood contamination in rapid ways, regardless of the new COVID bioweapon booster rate. More complex structures and much higher levels of contamination we are seeing. Anyone saying this is a conspiracy conspiracy is just willfully blind to the detriment of human survival this is what crimes against humanity look like now this first picture and she posted so many i'm just gonna i just posted a small sampling this first picture if, if you look at this in the pdf um is a chip docking like you know like a like a ship would dock kind of this is a chip like a microchip docking in contact lens solution. This is contact lens solution, okay? She, she's done all these things. It's in like so much stuff. It's in insulin. It's in the dental antistetics. It is in so much stuff. They're, they're putting it in like everything. This, this nanotech, okay? And this is sarcasm. This is from her. I am 100% sure this is just an anomaly and the lens growth could not possibly be anything due to creating a biometric iris scannable barcode or any such crazy conspiracy theory thing. But if true, it wouldn't surprise me any more than someone struggling, suggesting the world's largest democide is well underway and truly underway, is, is well and truly underway with those 5% left will be transhumanist slaves to some diabolical AI matrix system. Now, I don't think it's going to ever get that far because I don't see Bible for that. I don't see Bible for them wiping out 95% of humanity before the tribulation even starts. In fact, I don't even see those numbers, those kind of numbers wiped out during the tribulation. So again, if Satan had his way, 1984 would have been reality. George Orwell's 1984. Well, they're a little bit behind schedule. Okay, so bear, always bear that in mind. She's not a Christian. Um, she brings Sasha Stone on her show and praises praises him as a her brother. And I exposed that devil not too long ago when he was on the uh, 
Oh, he's been with uh, a lot of different people in alternative um, health. I believe Mike Adams and um, Terry Madage. And he's one of the one of the many new age devil freaks part of the whole freedom doctor movement. So she's very deluded in her uh, in some of her thinking processes, but uh, I don't think she's necessarily a bad person at all. I just think she's very very deceived from a spiritual standpoint. Okay, this doctor Macalcia. Um, Dr. Anna Maria Macalcia. Anyway. Um, okay, so yeah, here's the picture. I mean, it looks like a microchip um, that's uh, in this contact solution. I mean, it is. It, it does not look like something that should ever be in the body. The, the chip was still forming when I last saw it, meaning the longer she lets this stuff sit under her microscope the more like it'll see self-replication in self-replicating nanotechnology. It's self-assembling, okay? It's making something. This is highly advanced fallen angelic technology that is being put into us, okay? Not just via the COVID shots, but in it's in food, it's in cosmetics, it's in contact solution, it's in dental anesthetics, and it's in insulin, it's in a lot of the different, it's in the flu shots, it's in so much different stuff. And this is why I've been so big on, you know, detoxifying and trying not to expose yourself to this to keep it to a bare minimum. Uh, I'm sure chemtrails has a component in this, the food, the water, you know. Um, this has been just some of what I have seen in the last week, and there's a lot more I could draw on. Just posting what I see, you make the calls for yourself. Then she posts a picture of this. It's a, um, it's, it looks like a, uh, contact like what you would have a, uh, a disposable contact lens and it is in a seal package and it says not to be sold individually it's a one day i think contact lens and um and it says silicone hydrogel are prescription only sterile the whole nine yards it looks very legit it's about time people understood that neither silicone nor hydrogel should be on or in our bodies this stuff incorporates both into the eyes and leads straight to the brain. Okay. Um, then it goes further and she says this is another chip. The lines are from taking a picture of the monitor screen, but the artifact was definitely in the blood. And it just shows this other, it's like four totally uh, perfectly lined spherical things that look like they should not be in the human body, side by side, equidistant within another little thing it looks really weird and then um then she said someone gave me the sample from a b12 a b12 oral medication the b12 vitamin b12 and it looks like one of those hydras that i had reported on a very very long time ago like this octopus like weird thing that's in a b12 oral medication okay so again it, it's all the more reason to pray over your food as well um, Bible talks about that's how you sanctify it, and that means to make it holy and set apart. Pray over our bodies, put on the full armor of God every day, make sure you're right with God. I like to pray Psalm 64, you know, something like the Lord's Prayer. I mean, these are just elementary things that you should be doing, praying protection over your family, the blood of Jesus Christ, um, the whole nine yards, like every single day. 
and praying God cleanse you of all this garbage. And it's, it's part of the other the other half of the um, of the prayer I said today. I, and that'll be in a couple more weeks that I'll pray that one. But those those prayers that I that I pray are all available every week at the start of the of the PDFs because that's how I start those things out. And you can print those out and um, and you don't have to print them out in color. You can print them out in like if you have a printer like out in black and white if you want. And then have those, and you can pray them whenever you want. So, um, yeah, all the pictures to what I just described are in the PDF. And you can subscribe to her blog here. I gave you a link to her little thing there if you want to subscribe to it. And then we have this, more proof. This isn't even from her. This is from another source. And it's photographic proof that some COVID-19 vaccines contain a sinister-looking chip that such that that such sophisticated biotechnology would be secreted secretly inserted into the COVID vaccines can only mean that the rapidly unfolding transhumanist agenda is being undertaken humanity 2.0 been warning about it oh that goes all the way back to i think probably 2007 2008 when i started talking about transhumanism you know bringing about a new species of humans that's not fully human anymore Editors note, this does not get any bigger than this where it concerns the deliberate formation of COVID-19 vaccines to contain highly advanced technology, which was never disclosed by big pharma manufacturers. The Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 vaccines were sold under the brand name Comirnaty. Comirnaty? I don't know. Comirnaty. The following images were taken from a sample of that vaccine. Okay. That sophisticated biotechnology would be secretly inserted into the COVID vaccines can only mean that the rapidly unfolding transhumanist agenda is being undertaken in a most stealthy and underhanded way. And it shows uh, two different pictures, okay? Again, from this vaccine, and I mean, we are talking things with 100% 90-degree angles, this big chip in the middle, okay? And then it's it then it's uh, the chip is it's got things glowing in it. In the second slide, I, I think they've got it under a different um, type of magnification. In the second slide, there's things glowing in it. It looks like a computer chip, and there is a wire that is connecting to this chip. And I, I think the wire is actually docking to the chip. That the perpetuators of the COVID jab genocide would even put this technology into the vaccines, knowing that it would be found out, indicates the absolute impunity which they have been provided by perfidious governments over the world over. If these picks don't compel a groundswell of protest and demand for swift and severe justice, nothing will. This is from State of the Nation. Um, I was asked recently which of my images I find most convincing that technology exists that could be used for an internet of the bodies. I've talked about that a lot too. This is it. This is a bright field image of the community uh, vaccine at 200 times magnification and then the pale blue fiber that was um, uh, connected in the slide two was above the structure two days before so they're doing they're 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 doing what the other doctor anna is doing where they're doing time lapses of these things where they're photographing it maybe day one or maybe going certain hours and then photographing it again and seeing what these structures are um how they're self-assembling and how they're replicating um the pale blue fiber above 
the structure, which which is like this big wire going into this square thing. It's kind of rectangular. This pale blue fiber um, was above the structure two days before. Then it was plugged in. So it like docked with this thing. I mean, this is like fallen angelic technology. This is, is evil and wicked as it gets. And then there's all these other little absolute total square other little things around it. These are these are not things that should, you know, 90 degree angles don't typically occur in nature very much. And there's all these 90 degree angles of stuff. Darkfield shows things a bit differently, but it's no less convincing. Yeah. Clearly, this represents a technology that we don't understand or believe currently exists, but it is here. It's fallen angelic, I'm telling you. It is fallen angelic, evil, wicked stuff. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Jesus Christ warned us about that. And the biggest thing going on in Noah's day is the fallen angels came, their incursion into humanity and their offspring, the Nephilim, that took over. And it got so bad that God had to sit, hit the reset button and start over with the flood. That's how big a deal it was. Well, we're in those days and times. And this is just more proof of that. And by not turning our full attention on this enormous threat, we are just kicking the can down the road. It may turn out to be a short road, though. Then the next report, COVID kill shot agenda and unrestricted warfare. Uh, time to take a stand with Dr. Anna Mikalskia and James Grunving. I mean, people have the most... I, I got a real easy one. Scott Johnson is a pretty easy name. Rolls off the tongue, but... I don't know. I need to get one of these really, really complex names to pronounce. I, th I think it would add a little more credibility to me. And I need that. I, I need a little more credibility, you know. Sorry, sorry. A little pride welling up in me. Uh, in this interview on James Grund Grundvig's new show called Unrestricted Warfare with a fellow board member for the National American Renaissance Movement, Dr. Joseph Sansone, we discuss updates on legal actions and I discuss my latest research on EMF protection. I did a whole study on EMF protection Ooh, I don't know, in the last two, three months, if you want to avail yourself to that on smart meters and dirty electricity and 5G and the whole nine yards. Dr. Sansone, who disagrees with me that smart devices and monitors can manipulate the people's mind, was dismissing my concerns, stating that he is a psychotherapist. Oh, wow. Oh, what is that smack? Pride. And that he knows how to protect the subconscious mind. Oh, I'm sure as a psychotherapist, you're trained to know how to protect the subconscious mind from all this nefarious, evil, fallen angelic tech that they're bombarding us with. What unmitigated pride that would be to even say that. Having studied mind control methods and their, and this is Dr. Anna's talking, having studied mind control methods and their history, I in depth, I disagree, and I wish to continue to alert people to exercise caution. For my audience and your for, for your information and education, many clinicians have not researched the dangers of many technologies, including manipulative capacity of computer monitors and even cell phones. I will dive deeper in future substacks. I mean, she puts out so much content, it's mind-boggling. I just have like the free one where I get way more emails than I really want. I can't imagine being on her like subscription paid Substack one. I mean, it would be, you know, just quit your job and just devote your whole life to just looking at this because you could do that with her research alone. Uh, but here is the patent. And I, I posted the patent, uh, US, United States patent. It was filed on January 14th, 2003. 
Patent number US 6506148B2. And here's the whole thing. Nervous system manipulation by electromagnetic fields from monitors. And I'm assuming, yeah, this is from a computer monitor. Okay, and on how they can basically mind control you with this. Okay, just one of the many patents out there that shows how they can do this. Um, subliminal messages via electronic devices have been used to mind control people for over 30 years. Here is a 2008 scientific uh, American article on this very thing. And it's uh, May 7th, 2008. Mind control by cell phone. Electromagnetic, electromagnetic signals from cell phones can change your brain waves and behavior, but don't break out the aluminum foil shield just yet. And that's, that's the uh, thing. I give you a link to that. She goes on to say hospitals and airplanes ban the use of cell phones because their electronic emissions can interfere with sensitive electronic electrical devices. Well, could it be the brain also falls into this category? Of course, all our thoughts, sensations, actions arise from bioelectricity generated by neurons and transmitted through complex neural circuits inside our skull. And then they go down the spine and go out to all your limbs. And this is how you ambulate and how you use your hands and your toes and how all your organs work. It's electricity. Okay. This is one of the first things I, I learned in chiropractic college. Okay. So what chiropractors train to do is take a hard bone off a soft nerve, a vertebra that's out of position slightly can cause, you know, up to like 60% nerve interference, depending on the vertebra and how out of alignment it is. And all, all a chiropractor's job is to do is to realign that bone to restore function. It would be like if you had your fuse box and you had a breaker and it was only working at like 40%, what you're trying to do is flip it fully on so it can work at 100%. That's chiropractic in a nutshell, okay? So, um, yeah, I'm, it resonates with me. Electrical signals between neurons generate electric fields that radiate out of the brain tissue as electrical waves can be picked up by electrodes touching a person's scalp. Measurements such as brain waves in, in EEGs provide powerful insight into brain function and a valuable diagnostic tool for doctors. Indeed, so fundamental are brain waves to the internal workings of the mind, they have become the ultimate legal definition drawing uh, the line between life and death. All right, so uh, this is the last thing I'm going to play, and I'm going to have plenty of time to do this. And we're looking at about a, oh, a 13, 14-minute little thing here uh, where they're talking about this particular subject. Okay, so this is, I'm already like 15 minutes into the interview. I just don't have time to play the whole thing. It's like 55 minutes. So I have to kind of cherry pick. I, I will listen to these interviews, and I'll try to like find, okay, what is the most Oh, important thing I can play for my listeners where we're covering the most amount of bases and getting the most bang for the buck. So, because I know your time's limited and I'm trying to be kind of like one-stop shopping for a lot of the different current events. Uh, this is Dr. Anna talking, okay, who we just, we just talked about all the slides she puts out and all the content she puts out. So she's talking about the rubbery clots that she's finding in people um, vaccinated and unvaccinated now. They're, they're both in... now. Obviously, it's way worse if you got the COVID kill shot. Obviously, it is, okay? But she's finding, unfortunately, rubbery clots in both the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. Which actually has been waiting for. They've been excluded now in all meetings. But uh, anyways, I'll be on this task force, uh, including other members, and we will enlighten the WHO scientists regarding these rubbery clots. So they're, gonna, they, they're on some task force, and they're going to make their findings before the WHO. And I'm like, Dr. Anna, love you and everything, but did you just, like, remember the stuff I just read on the WHO and the UN? These are the very devils 
perpetuating and doing this stuff to us by design and on purpose. You really think they're going to be amiable? They're, they're going to be open to your suggestions and that they're going to recoil in horror and, uh, you know, change all the policies and, and, and get all the, the nanotech out of the shots and, and stop all. I mean, it's like going to Satan to get a remedy. And I'm not against her, what she's doing. I, I mean, she's making a lot of noise. It's just, man, there she's going to the most wicked faction of the world government and expecting to hopefully get a really good positive remedy. And it's, it's just not going to happen. Finding. And uh, I can show some of those uh, as well because we are really facing a catastrophic event where we uh, have uh, had this uh, thing called shedding, which is known in big pharma and by the FDA uh, that basically the gene products do shed. And uh, this is a 2015 advisory uh, of, uh, uh, of the FDA. And I just want to say, you know, the question is, what is really shedding? Because uh, in, in regards to what I've been finding uh, is that the rubbery clots that the embalmers are finding, I'm finding this now in unvaccinated blood. And this is what I'm saying is catastrophic because uh, literally these uh, this rubber-like hydrogel material uh, can create um, uh, clogged arteries and sudden deaths and uh, strokes and heart attacks, deep vein thrombosis, which I've now seen. And so uh, here I, I'm just going to show a couple experiments that I've done recently, which is, uh, you know, a lot of people are out there and they're saying, you know, they have like the antidote for the spike protein, be that nicotine or be that other things like uh, natopinase. But what I've uh, done is actually look at these things, combine it with unvaccinated blood and see whether or not it would it would uh, change anything. And what you can see here, these are the original studies that Clifford Carnicum did on Morgellons cultures and he showed that vitamin C, NAC, and then uh, glutathione are also uh, able to suppress this. And so what I just want to show here, because I believe that my research is really important because how are you going to break through to people? They have to look at what is actually happening. This is unvaccinated blood, 30 milliliters of blood, and you see the rubber clot that develops oh. in uh, just oh, leaving the blood overnight. Mm. And this is catastrophic. I mean, this is scary. Just unvaccinated blood, not treated with anything, left overnight in this big, big, big old syringe. And it's, it's literally, it's not, it's like congealed blood that's, that's um, in a semi-clotted state that is all it's like one big glob and i mean it's unbelievable it's it's just absolutely horrific and this is unvaccinated this is from i believe the shedding of the of the covid vax recipients in in the effect it's having on the unvaccinated this is a direct result of that evidence if you see here this uh uh um this uh, yellow aspect and then i mix different uh, different antioxidants for example glutathione is not able to dissolve this process uh and and you know by doing these tests so glutathione didn't have an effect on the clotting now glutathione which is the um 
basically NAC or N-acetylcysteine breaks in breaks down into glutathione. But glutathione, the problem with that is that you really need liposomal glutathione in order to work. And it, liposomal glutathione tastes horrid. I used to carry it. I couldn't sell it anymore. It is one of the worst tasting things I have ever, ever tasted. It has a bad smell. It's just the taste is unlike anything you've ever experienced. I, I guarantee you that. Plus, you got to keep it refrigerated. So it was totally impractical. Whereas I just like to recommend NAC and acetylcysteine, which that is one I carry. And because it, it actually, um, it breaks down into glutathione in the body. And you don't have to keep it refrigerated. And it, you can take it in a capsule form. The the liposomal and glutathione, you have to take it like orally. So you have to taste the stuff going, to, oh, it is horrible plus you got to keep it refrigerated you don't have to do that with NAC um NAC the only thing about NAC is it had a bad it has a bad smell but if it's in a, cap a capsule um you can't uh you 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 can barely smell it basically so it's not that big of a deal I see that there's a little bit less of the hydrogel but it hasn't completely dissolved it but you see that the clot is rubber uh blood isn't supposed to be like this this is alpha lipoic acid i just recently did all of these tests uh and you can see same mm, rubbery yeah. material uh, so i think this is great this is where the rubber meets the road type of stuff these are experiments on unvaccinated blood where she's exposing it to alpha lipoic acid glutathione different things to see if it's going to break down the um the uh the naturally forming rubbery clot that happens to unvaccinated blood in this day and era when you just let it sit you should be able to break these clots down. Methylene blue is actually quite successful. Okay. Uh, Methylene blue, which I've had a lot of people ask me about, which you can still get online, and I don't carry it, but it's methylene blue, M-E-T-H-Y-L-E-N-E -E -E blue. Okay. Um, you can get like 0.5%. It improves brain performance. It's an antioxidant. And um, make sure, you know, you're getting one that's highly rated um the one i got uh let's see your experience with the powerful purifying and antioxidant effects of methylene blue um and dr anna says that that this methylene blue will break down it did break down the rubbery clots that they were checking so that means that this would help um free up the blood flow break down the rubbery clots in the bloodstream i didn't know that until I, I watched this and um you know you need to research that yourself I, i'm not going to tell you how much to take i don't i've got it i'm kind of taking it i'm taking like 0.5 percent i'm doing you know three to four drops a day that's about it a lot of people do a lot higher dose okay but Again, I would kind of, I'm a big believer in let's not put all of our eggs in one basket. I'm like more of a shotgun approach because you're only as strong as the weakest link in your chain. And, um, you know, and I can't tell you to actually take this stuff internally. Okay. I'm not, I'm not advising you know what to do. I'm just saying, this is what she found. And, um, you can buy that. You can go look at ratings on Amazon. You don't have to necessarily buy it on Amazon, but you can look at ratings, look look at see what the people that are verified buyers are actually saying about it and go from there.
unfortunately the the video won't load but you can uh, see here that that the rubbery clot did not develop okay and what is oh that's that's huge that's huge the rubbery clot did not develop now you have to also understand too she's taking the blood and then she's putting concentrated either glutathione or alpha lipoic acid um, or methylene blue right into it and that's not the way it's going to happen in the bloodstream obviously it's going to be diluted with you know the five liters of blood in your body or whatever that might be depending on your weight and um so your how much it would take to actually do that i don't know but a little bit's not gonna hurt i mean you know at least in my case that's what i'm doing just doing a little bit and there's other benefits too I did the same thing previously, and it shows unvaccinated blood. Here's the big rubbery clot, and EDTA and vitamin C do prevent uh, this production. So I okay, so she's saying EDTA and vitamin C, and I would I would recommend the um, a whole food vitamin C. I do finally have a whole food vitamin C in stock. I don't know how long I'm going to have it, but I've got some in stock. I'm I'm. Uh, it's it's a food state vitamin C. It's probably about the best one I've. Taylor said it's the best vitamin C I've ever I've ever. And she doesn't. She's one of those ones that if she does like vitamin C like in capsule form, even the ones I had, she it doesn't agree with her system that much. But she says this new one I got is amazing. I've been taking it too. Yeah, it's really really good. Um, EDTA also, which you've heard me talk a lot about regarding the subject, that also breaks down the clot. Okay, and the, the, probably the easiest way to do that is to buy the transdermal EDTA. Now, if you can't EDTA in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, you can, I've done many studies, you can see what my recommendations are, where to get it. I mean, they've got suppositories, they've got, they've got the cream, um, you've got oral, and the gold standard is IV, but then you got to go to an MD to get that type of chelation. And it's very expensive, and you have to have a big cap needle in you for at least an hour. And, you know, it's not sustainable for most people. So the transdermal is probably, you know, one of the better alternatives because you just apply it to certain soft spots of your skin. Uh, so that's another thing that can break down the clots. It's very important that we actually show to people, uh, you know, what the problem is. And uh, now, apparently, the embalmers are saying 89% of the embalmed bodies are having these rubbery clots. We have to do something about it. This is the crime that should be in front of everybody's eyes. So 89%, according to the bombers she's checked with, are saying they have rubbery clots now. So that's that's obviously 89% of the population is not vaccinated. But yet 89% are having rubbery clots now. Before it was just the COVID vax. But see, that shedding aspect and all the other things they're probably doing with the nanotechnology and the, uh, the 5G and the smartphones and the 5G base stations and who knows, scalier harp, who knows. That's increasing this like almost like it's spreading to other people that aren't that aren't even vaccinated and it's affecting them as well you're right i got i got for the audience very important edta stands for what and is that a collation kind of medicine talk talk to the audience about that 
Yes, so EDTA is a molecule that binds to metals and has been used now for over 50 years, you know, to actually reverse arteriosclerosis. But uh, uh, metals are very important in terms of growing this type of uh, material, and the hydrogels use metals to create certain biocenters. And I've shown that on your shows before, those blinking lights, which are bidirectional biocenters, they send your telemetric data to the cloud, and they actually monitor people. So this is the surveillance under the skin that they told us about that will be uh, linked to the digital ID. Uh, that's already happened. This technology is out there, and now it is in everyone. And so we have to detoxify it. And uh, my colleagues, for example, have shown that the, the, the swabs for the, ad, the, for the COVID testing were loaded with this technology. Uh, the Pomosav uh, doctors from uh, Ecuador. The one thing, too, about EDTA, though, is if you do it, you really want to be on some type of good trace mineral supplement. Okay. The one I carry is Multimins by Biotics. You don't have to buy mine. Okay. But um, it's good because, see, it will, it'll take good and bad minerals out of the body. Okay. So that's one thing that I don't think she mentions here. And that is important. You don't want to also run into a situation where you've now depleted yourself. Let's say you go in and, and you do like a, a whole bunch of EDTA and um, you're not putting any of the trace minerals back. Well, you could run into a problem, obviously, if you create some massive deficiency in the body. Shown that even unvaccinated people who got the swab are emitted MAC addresses. And so we have been invaded with this technology. We okay, so she's saying a lot here. This is like rapid fire. It's, it's kind of like the, all the content she puts out. She's saying they're finding unvaccinated people that um are emitting let me just back that up again so i'm just i'm just um getting hearing her right vaccinated people who got the swab are emitted mac address. okay so unvaccinated people who got the swab meaning the nasal swab which was you know the whole covid testing garbage which i <laughs> screamed about that for a long time too how they were implanting things into the body via like the most sensitive part of the nasal cavity that leads right to your olfactory nerve, the cribriform plate, okay? And they're going in someplace they should never be going, people that are totally untrained, and swabbing that area, and they're putting hydrogel in there, and they're putting nanotech into you, and the nanotech, now these people that got swabbed are actually, some of them are emitting MAC, um, MAC addresses, these the 13 digit or I'm sorry 12 digit alphanumeric codes that people that get the kill shot are showing up with that can be actually found on your phones if you have the proper programs I've even get, done a whole teaching on that where you can download the programs and you can go out into the public and you can see it for yourself all these 12 digit alphanumeric codes with unknown they're it's they're not wi-fi routers they're not whatever they're humans okay People that are dying, they're burying them in the ground and they're, and they're still admitting the MAC addresses, okay? I've done tons of teachings on that as well. So she's saying people that just got the nasal swab are admitting the MAC addresses. The 12-digit alphanumeric codes is what I'm assuming she's talking about. So, yeah, I mean, we are talking transhumanism all over the place. They are trying to create, turn us into cyborgs. What is a cyborg? Part human, part machine, Okay. And this is how they're actively trying to create a transhumanism. And then they're also trying to defile our DNA with all the vaccines and other methods, okay? 
which would also turn this into something potentially non-human. It's all about that. That's what it's about. And so we have been invaded with this technology. We need to deactivate it. And we also have to protect ourselves from EMF, 5G, uh, you know, Wi-Fi as much as we can. So it's important that I people agree. know about it. I, I'm with you on knowing about it. So I have an autistic son. So this is for the audience. Uh, my son is seven years old, 2007 to eight, got EDTA, by the way. He got the pill form, not not the transdermal that Dr. Uh, the late Dr. Rashid Buttar used on his son. It worked to a great degree, binding some of the metals and cleaning out my son to a degree. Didn't cure autism, but it the, it... the pill form is not near as good, though, as like the IV. If you're going to use it for like autism to clear out a lot of the damage. Now, granted, you're going to have a tough time getting a whatever, seven-year-old or whatever, in a chair with a cath needle in them for an hour, hour and a half. Um, I could understand that would be a logistical nightmare um, or a compliance probably nightmare to try to do something like that. But the oral EDTA, if you don't take it with, with DMSO, you're probably only going to get a 5% uptake, a 5% um, benefit from it, okay? Uh, it's just not something that you can orally absorb very, very good. You add some pharmaceutical-grade DMSO to the oral dose. And again, I don't sell any of this. This is just what I do when I do it. Um, you, you do that, and then you're going to get a much better effect. It actually made my son feel healthier. So that was a necessary step. The glutathione, uh, again, I, I think my son had a... Uh genetically small amount of glutathione in his brain got too many vaccines got poisoned by the aluminum and mercury uh when he started getting glutathione shots at five years old iv push of glutathione my son was actually completely moot from two and a half years old to five and a half years old and when he got the shots the third time he got this he meant mute not moot like a moot point he meant mute like he couldn't talk just iv push of glutathione he ran to the window he did elephant ears and he cooed like this so he could listen to his own voice. And it was like a, a, a breakthrough moment. And again, the only reason he's autistic is because he was totally vaccine damaged. Because autism didn't really exist at all ever until the modern day advent of the really when they really increased the vaccine schedule. And primarily the vaccines that were cultured off aborted babies. Okay, and that was in like... You know, you get into the 80s and into the early 90s, and this is when you really start to see the explosion of autism. I mean, I, I grew up in the, I was born in 69, and I, I grew up, you know, in the 70s and into the 80s, and I didn't know one, I, I didn't know it, nobody knew what autism was. Nobody had it. Now, all of a sudden, it's this big, gigantic, well, it's because direct result of the vaccine. Again, key in autism, contendingfortruth.com, I've done tons of studies on that as well. Probably over 2,000 studies up there on Contending for Truth, um, thereabouts very touching for me as a father seeing his little five-year-old listen to his own voice for the first time in memory and glutathione is a very important part of our body correct yeah. yes absolutely it's a super important uh, antioxidant and it detoxifies us from so many things yeah. it's also produced in the liver and so it's it's used for metal detox and uh, it protects the cells have anti-aging properties improves your energy now remember again though knack is a much easier way to get glutathione. It's what NAC breaks down into is glutathione. So I, I recommend NAC because just it's way easier to get into the body and it's you don't have to worry about the horrible taste and you don't have to refrigerate it. We don't have enough or if we have things that interferes with it, which clearly these, this, these shots have done, 
it, it can cause problems. So giving it uh, or the precursor, and acetylcysteine is the precursor. So if you give it, then the body can make it. Right, the N-acetylcysteine or NAC is the precursor, so then the body can make it. The thing is dimethylglycine can be given, and you can have the methyl groups to create or glutathione. So those kinds of supplements right. are very, very useful. I do carry dimethylglycine. Crazy thing is about dimethylglycine, I love it. I really like what it did for my energy systems. But for some reason, if I take it now, it sets that impacted or that super erupted tooth off and, and I can't do it anymore. I would love to be able to take it because it's a natural way to increase energy, but I can't do it anymore because it it for some reason it aggravates that weird thing i got with that super erupted tube that i described earlier but i think for most people <laughs> they're gonna have no problem i used to take it like no problem before i had this other tooth extracted and now i can't even touch it which is really fun i, I really love that very much he's teasing here or there vitamin c is easy to do high doses is super super helpful again but she again this is where people like her with a medical background don't distinguish anything. She's not talking about food grade vitamin C. She's talking about plain old garbage GMO ascorbic acid because that is what you're going to get when you go into a normal health food store and ask for vitamin C. It's derived from GMO corn, okay, frankencorn. And they derive ascorbic acid from that, which is just a component of the C complex. It's not the full C complex. Again, I finally got a Whole Food one. I don't know how long we'll have it in stock, but um, I might be able to get it from another um, supplier. But um, because my one supplier just dropped it, you know, why I have no idea. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, or you know, you could try to find stuff like that online, but it is hard to find. It's very, very hard to find. Yeah, so, so Joe, when you when you saw those three syringes with the different kinds of blood and that yellow gook in it, right? You saw the vitamin C over here, and you see the ETA over here, and you see the unvax over here, and you're seeing it like rubber in there. What was your reaction to seeing those three syringes side by side? I think that anybody, you know, knows that that's not normal. Uh, and I think when you're looking at those clots uh, that uh, Dr. Mahalcia just showed you that. Remember, you got to say it like it's an Italian name, Mihalcia. So uh, when you're, yeah, yeah. And so when you're um, looking at those clots, it's, it's obviously not normal. And, and uh, the thing about what I like about Dr. Anna's research is it's, it's tangible. You can look at it, you can see it. And, and you don't have to have a medical background to realize that this isn't normal. Um, one of the things I wanted to comment, I, so like I planned my whole day around watching this live feed in the morning from Costa Rica, and, and you know there were some technical issues with it. So I was fortunate enough to be able to interview um, Dustin and Ziley from the uh, Interest of Justice team last night. And one of the things which I think Dr. Andrew just touched on was because it's in this UN court system, the way their court system is set up, uh, if there are indictments in the future, these defendants uh, can be extradited from other countries. Um, so, I mean, I, the, the way I'm understanding the timeline on this is, uh, you know, if something gets filed in the next month or month and a half, you might not you might not get in front of a judge for like 10 months. And I'm sure it will be probably another year before you, you'd have you get to that point. But if this moves forward, 
the way they're hoping to, we could be seeing some of our friends there, like Tedros, uh, maybe even Uncle Klaus, people like that, uh, being extradited, which would be fine. And the closest example I can think of this would be is uh, Pinochet, uh, the former Chile general, when he was, uh, in, I think it was 98 or 99, he yep. was in uh, London getting treatments, and the Spanish court found him guilty of crimes against humanity, and, and they were going to extradite him from London, but he did not go because they said, you know, he wasn't fit for trial. Um, but um, I guess it's under his concept of universal jurisdiction, uh, which, I, you know, I'm not an attorney, so I have a surface level understanding, but I think this is very tangible, and, and uh, you know, so, I mean, we're so grateful to have people like Dr. Anna, uh, Dr. Eden, and these other experts that were down there, I think Dr. Jancy Lindsay, and, and because you've got now a team of experts that's going to be presenting evidence to this court, and um, so this is the most tangible thing I've seen so far, really, and it's kind of exciting. And I think what's good is I think each time you see an action like this, I think it inspires other people to do similar actions. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, the more the more people we've got getting involved, the more people that start putting forth litigation of all different aspects um, and, and political action as well, every action builds on another action. And, and the more people involved in this movement, uh, I think the less likely it is that they can tamp it down. And, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think we're near the chaos moment, which means they can't tamp it down. They know they can't tamp it down. So I'm with you all the way on that, uh, Joe. So, Dr. Anna, so we, we got these rubbery clots. You, you've also been working with, I think, Dr. Was it David Nixon over in uh, Australia. Yes. So um, Dr. David Nixon was uh, the original person that I had looked at with the C-19 files. And then since then, you know, we've been looking at medications and um, we had uh, engineer Matt Taylor first look at dental anesthetics and we've done a lot of work on dental anesthetics, including Dr. David Nixon, because the same technology we found in dental anesthetics. And then, you know, obviously the insulin and, you know, I'd even looked at, uh, I just looked at Lovenox, which is actually a shot that's given to prevent clots, and it still had some of the stuff in there. So um, basically, uh, looking at, you know, what this is, and, and our next step is really, uh, you know, we have to continue to work on these mitigation strategies, but people need to wake up that literally the healthcare system is trying to poison you. And right now the FDA, for example, is moving against peptides, which are truly uh, regenerative and without side effects, and they're trying to ban them completely. They're trying everything to take away our right to treat disease and reverse diseases in a natural way while pushing these poisons on us. And I think people need to stand up and fight. There is a big petition against the the, the FDA to appeal for these peptides. But uh, people need to realize it's like, you know, this is a war and the war machine is big pharma and the industry around it. Allopathic medicine has been weaponized and the doctors who are clueless who are part of this machine, you know, they're literally part of this genocidal movement. And we yep. need to say no and we need to fight for our rights to have clean medicine. Uh, we literally need to build a new parallel healthcare system um, so that we can make our own clean medications and we're not dependent on these murderers, you know? No, I, I, I agree with you. In fact, Edward Dowd, who I actually had on the last week on AMP on my show there, uh, he's the author of Cause Unknown. He's the former BlackRock hedge fund guy. He's a data specialist. He worked with some insurance uh, actuaries. 
and clearly showing clear signals of, of, of harm and injury, turbo cancer, all of that stuff in, in young age groups and everything else. But he, he posted a tweet yesterday morning on Twitter, and I thought it was really interesting. He, he's waiting for YouTube, right, and Google to go censor fasting, intermittent fasting, sunshine, and the rest of it, right? Stuff that's been around for thousands of years right. in the Bible, right? How to actually heal yourself through natural means. He's waiting for them to, as like, that's the next phase they're going after. So not only is the FDA working, like you said, against us, now you're going to have all the censorship and you're going to have, probably have some media lying, gaslighting, saying fasting's dangerous for you. This is coming. That is what he's thinking about the next phase. Joe, what do you think? Of so they go on for quite a long time more. I just did a teaching on fasting where we went into all that, the full benefits and stuff. You can uh, search for that. Now, she mentioned um, peptides at the very end there. And um, before I had one other time mentioned, I just brought, it's the only thing I've brought into my product line, really, other than the whole food vitamin C recently. I've kind of been scaling back my product line more because um, some of the products were really redundant. When COVID-19 hit, I had like, my word, I don't know, like four or five different types of calcium and this type of stuff. And... Uh, it was just a lot of it became unnecessary as I was able to regain access to different products. So I've kind of just narrowed my product lines down more, more cherry pick, like the one I fully believe are like the, um, the cleanest and the best. And I'm keeping those around. And I brought this line of peptides in. And so far I've, um, I've been using them, getting very positive results. Uh, and also the people that bought them, my listeners from last time, uh, when I made this announcement, they bought them and I've gotten nothing but either high high order rate, reorder rates or positive feedback. That's all I've gotten so far. And they're, it's the Medics for Life. And I'll just give you a little bit on them. And their main focus is to bring health and wellness to the world with revolutionary plant-based uh, technology using regulatory peptides. Uh, to assist the body in reestablishing cellular communication and activating adult stem cells. So this is all about plant-based peptides to activate our own stem stem cells, uh, which control the re repair mechanisms of the body. You feel you see a lot of these people going out now. They're spending thousands and thousands of dollars to get stem cell treatments, and they work. The problem is, is they're they're using like DNA from, and I'm not saying they're aborted. But they're using like DNA from, um, hopefully from the umbilical cords of like newborn babies. Okay. Now, personally, I don't want the DNA of another human in me if I can avoid that. That's between you and God. And if you have the pockets to do it and, and you prayed about it and or, and or fasted about it, if that's the way you want to go, I'm not telling you what to do. Because they do work. Okay. In certain instances, they don't work for everything. I mean, if you had a total, if you had a ligament totally torn, torn from the bone, it's not going to magically reattach your ligament. Okay. That's a surgical issue. Um, but for a lot of injuries, if like a partial tear or, uh, those types of things, they're really, really good for healing that type of stuff. Now these, you can do more with them. They don't work as quick though, as the super expensive, stem cells from like newborn umbilical cord babies okay and again they're not aborting babies 
to get them as far as I know. But again, I'm not advocating that. But it's gaining traction. I've seen a lot of people posting testimonials about it. And from a rejuvenation standpoint, yeah, it's it's pretty impressive. Um, these ones that I carry, the Medics for Life, they repair cellular communications at a molecular level. They work at the building block level of life. They're powerful but harmless ingredients d delivered in ultra-low dosages. Uh, they have no side effects or allergic reactions. They activate the repair mechanism of the body so that it can repair itself for whatever one you're taking it for. And, and, and we'll get into that in a second because... There's all kind of different ones for different systems of the body. And um, they're they come in 30 milliliter bottles. There are 462 drops per 30 milliliter bottle. So if you were doing the max dosage of 20 drops per day, and that's max dosage, each bottle would be roughly a 23-day supply. You can't taste it. It tastes like water. And that was the biggest thing I had tried to get over when I first got them. I'm like, how am I going to? people are going to think I'm selling them water, you know, but it's not about that. They're, they do work. Um, and then I posted how to take it, how you dosage it here and children's dosage and the whole nine yards. Now I'll just go over these real quick. And as far as the ones that I have in the line, I have one for kidney, one for cellular degeneration. It's called ONC and that's the one you do the big C word, the big cancer word, okay? Again, this isn't a treatment for cancer, but that is the one that you... Now, let's say you had something like kidney cancer. You would do the kidney one, and then you would do the one ONC, okay? It's also called ML18, and it's all here in there. Again, I don't ever say I'm treating cancer, can't do that. Only the guys in the white lab coats can say that, but if it was me, that's what I would do. Then they've got one for the thyroid, one for the adrenal, one for the gallbladder, one for the bladder, one for the large intestinal tract and the digestion, one for the hypothalamus. Um, that hypothalamus has a lot to do with uh, temperature regulation in the body. One for the pituitary, one for the prostate, one for the pineal gland, one for the spleen and the immune system, one for the central nervous, the CNSN, which is the peripheral nervous system. That would be like more the nerves going into like the arms and the legs, okay? And then they've got one for the central nervous system. Uh, where's that one? Yeah, CNSE. And that's more like for the brain, um, particularly the brain for the central nervous system. Theoretically, the spine too. But uh, okay. And then pineal. they've got one for the female hormone balance. Now, again, the thing is, though, about all of these primarily i wouldn't just do these to the exclusion of taking no supplemental nutritional support because you've got to have the raw building blocks for these to work with if you have a horrible diet and you're just relying on these it's not going to do that great of a job i'm not saying it couldn't work or it wouldn't help but you're going to get a much better result if you're already doing the building blocks to support that particular area you're trying to target and then you add this in Okay, the one lady, um, my longtime listener, Liz, um, she said seeing and feeling wonderful results after just using half the bottle. And I, I sent her, she says, please send one of each, the CNT and the OST peptides. The CNT is the one for the connective tissue and the OST is the one for the bone. So if you had somebody that was like 
They had a lot of connective tissue problems, um, muscle issues, um, uh, injuries, um, and then arthritis. This is a great protocol, the CMT and the OST. And she was she was seen and feeling wonderful after doing just half a bottle of each. She just reordered. Um, in fact, I got to send her two more of those tomorrow. Um, and I'm not giving away any privacy because I only gave you her first name. But then another another longtime listener uh, said, "Thank you for offering the peptides. The kidney and the adrenal formulas are doing amazing things. May the Lord bless you." And all that you do. And that was from Steve, another longtime listener. So, um, yeah, so far all I'm getting is either a high reorder rate or positive feedback. Now, I posted a whole bunch of other uh, testimonials from I got off another site. And I do believe they're they're real, especially after the ones I've seen. But it gives you some more information on like the adrenal one, and on a connective tissue one, and on the hypothalamus, and just some other ones. I'm just going to post them with this study. Um, also... Then the other ones I left out. So you've got one called OptiWeight, which is one that works on the hypothalamus and hunger. And that has a lot to do if you're trying to normalize your weight. Um, then the OST I mentioned earlier, that's a skeletal bone one for that. Then the CNT is connective tissue, which would be muscles, ligaments, tendons. Now remember, if you had like a ligament that's torn from the bone or a muscle that's torn it's not going to regrow that you have to have some connection you have to have some kind of of um but it it in in as much as the body is capable it will help that repair then there's one for the liver and detoxification it's called lvr there's one for blood sugar called sc and again like for that one in particular i would do um glucose synergy by da vinci labs which is the one i carry which is like an all encompassing uh, shotgun product for blood sugar okay like and then you can also if you had really bad blood sugar let's let's say you're trying to get off insulin like my grandma was you would do cytosine well actually no they changed that one biotics has one oh boy um they changed it for some reason i think they couldn't source the one anyway there's a couple different nu nutritional ones glucosynergy and then another one biotics makes and then um like for like the most serious case, then you would add in the SC blood sugar by medics. And I'm telling you, a lot of people could get off insulin or glucophage. Now, I'm, I can't say that, oh, I, I'm telling you to do that. But if somebody was predetermined to do that in their mind and they wanted to try to optimize things, that's personally what I would do. And I seen it with my own grandma and that was way, very, very long time ago and she was in her 80s. And she was on injectable insulin and glucophage and on nine other meds we got her all off we got her off 11 out of the 10 this is a long this is way over 20 years ago um that was when i was exclusively using pretty much standard process we got her off the 11 of the 10 including glucophage injectable insulin the only one i couldn't get her off was the water pill she was on the one she had for kidneys and then we figured out how to do that later as i gained more knowledge so the body can do amazing things if it's supplied with the right stuff is really all this boils down to. And whether you get this stuff from me or somewhere else, you know, I'm just encouraging you when we go into this dark night, you, uh, if you're on, if you're dependent on a whole bunch of meds, you're probably going to find you can't get those meds anymore, or you're going to have to, you know, <laughs> sell your soul to get them. And I don't mean I'm telling you to do that. I'm saying that it may come down to something like that, to where they're going to use 
medications in strong in a strong arm tactic way in order for you to continue on them. Yeah, I mean, you don't think the medical pharma cartel would do that? Anyway, then they got one for the lungs in the bronchi called LNG. They got one central nervous system. We mentioned that one, CNSE. And these are all listed here in the PDF for the state. It'll be at the very end. Got one for the pancreas and digestion. And again, you know, that one, I guess, is more for if you've got pancreatic digestion issues, not necessarily maybe blood sugar, because the pancreas is involved in digestion. The pancreas is the only organ in the body that is both the only gland in the body, I should say, that is both endocrine and exocrine. Endocrine, meaning that it is a ductless gland. Exocrine, meaning it is a gland with a duct. And the um it's the only gland in the body that is both endocrine and exocrine it does a lot of different stuff so little side note there um then there's another one called endo which is just basically general hormonal balance okay and then there's one called thyme which is stands for the thymus and that's for the immune system and the thymus gland um and then there is one called HRT, which is the one that you would use to rebuild the heart. It's for the heart and cardiovascular. Now, it's not going to deplaque you if you're all placked up with, with uh, stuff. That's EDTA chelation. And I would do natokinase with that, which helps thin thin the blood naturally. Um, but again, it's it would be a, maybe a component for a certain person. And then BLD, which is just one for oxygenation and building up the blood. A blood vascular and oxygenation so that's one you do for that and then imn which i take this one personally and i can tell you right now this is a tremendous product it stands for the immune system and it it will have a pretty profound effect on your at least it did for me for my immune system i don't i don't really want to be without that one and i i find i don't need to take it every day like I just don't feel like I need it every single day. But I'll do like a 20-drop dose. Depending on how I'm feeling, I don't know, every two to four days? And I feel like that's enough for me um, for certain aspects of my immune system that I target. Okay? So, and then there's uh, the last one is BRST, which stands for breast, like a female breast, if she, any female breast problems. That's the one you do for that. So anyway, um, that's all I have for today. And um, I'll try to get this up soon here. God bless you. And Lord willing, we will see you in the next audio.